This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about a message that I got and um, my response to not only the person who sent the message, but to everybody out there, because I think this is pretty common. I hear this a lot in different words from different people. So I, the point I want to get across is being able to trust yourself as you are moving through this anxiety journey, as you are clearing your anxiety, as you are beginning to feel better and getting uh, your health back. Um, want you to trust your decisions. So let's talk a little bit about that today. The note that I received says, I'm having a really rough day today. Woke up feeling like I hadn't slept at all. I'm both exhausted and anxious. I've listened to some guided meditations and did the breathing exercises, but even that didn't calm me down. I'm trying to stop thinking about the future, but my mind is constantly going back to that. Everything from how I will get through tomorrow to years from now. I have so many decisions to make, and I don't feel up to making even the smallest decision right now. I'm blaming myself for not doing enough to get better over the past four years that I've been struggling so much with depression and anxiety. I'm going to dinner and a play with a former co-worker tonight, but even the thought of driving alone to her house and then back home and how I'll feel tomorrow morning is scary. I know there are many tools here, and I'm starting to slowly put some of them into practice, but I'm afraid that I've waited too long. Thank you so much for sending that message in, and I will be responding. I'm going to take it point by point because there's actually a lot in there. And that's why I, I picked this to talk about because it's a lot of the emails and messages um, that I get and questions in the group and from clients, the same type of questioning. You can feel the lack of confidence there that that maybe waited too long and trying to make decisions and just the feeling that we can have the overwhelm and the inability to be trusting ourselves to do the right thing. Second guessing over and over again, no matter what we did, anxiety will have us think that we should have done the other thing. If we do something, we shouldn't have done it. If we don't do anything, we should have done it. it there's, I want to say there's no winning. There is no pleasing the anxious mind because it, 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 it isn't concrete. 
that's why I often talk about when you are having difficulties uh, with the thoughts that are repetitive, uh, you can write them down. Putting them in the journal in black and white will help you to see exactly what you were thinking with your keeping it in your mind and just going back over it and looking at it again, the mind keeps changing it. It will morph into something else or it will say it in a different way. So if we can write them down, we can see them clearly and then we can actually um, dispute it or we can see the folly in it. These thoughts are not things that we need to be spending our time on. We get stuck in the anxious loop because we think every thought that's going through our mind that passes through is something that needs to be paid attention to, that it needs to be dealt with, and that it needs to be solved somehow. And we can see even from the message here that our lovely messenger was it was struggling with making decisions in the here and now and things in the in years to come that's just exactly what the mind will do it will jump from one place to the other almost not giving us any hope of figuring anything out because it's always changing have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So what I wanted to do with this message that I got is break it down piece by piece. Really, because there's a lot in here. So let's just start right in here. The first part that I wanted to respond to was when she said, I'm having a really rough day, woke up feeling like I hadn't slept at all, both exhausted and extremely anxious. I've listened to some guided meditations and did the breathing exercises, but even that didn't calm me down. So my response to that is a couple of different things. Often when we're having a rough day, especially waking up and when you didn't have a good night's sleep, you feel like you didn't get any sleep. It's too late. We can't change that. We're in it. It's kind of like 
the ride has already started. So you have to ride it out. You have to go with it and know that you will be able to go to bed that night and get a reset. You get to start over again. So you have to go through a day where you're kind of tired. And when we can give ourselves the opportunity to not make that such a big deal, it will be helpful in tamping down some of that, those, the stress response, just keeping a lid on it a little bit. So see if you can just notice that you're not calm and chill like you want to be and, and just go about your day anyway. It's kind of like inviting the anxiety to come along with you. It's like, okay, I know you're here. I know the tiredness is here. I guess you guys are just coming with me today. You did what you could, and now you have to let it be. The next part is, she says, I'm trying to stop thinking about the future, but my mind is constantly going back to that. Everything from how will I get through tomorrow to years from now. And my response to that is to give ourselves a break here because we get stuck in trying. I'm trying to stop thinking about the future. Well, it doesn't work. To try to stop it doesn't work. So perhaps you cannot try, but instead bring up your curiosity because it's already happened. The thought is already there. So bring up the curiosity and notice when you are thinking about the future and put that thought in the light of thought about something that is not here, it's not happening now, and then bring your attention back to the present moment and what you are doing right in this moment. So what this is, is you're sitting there, perhaps you're at work, at your computer, and you have this thought go through your head about the future, something you trying to figure something out for the future. And instead of trying to push that away or to, to stop it, you just notice that it's there. It, again, it's, we can't stop it. That actually brings up more stress. It brings up more irritation and irritability and, um, it, it just digs it in deeper. So we want to just notice it. All we can do is be curious. Okay. There's that thought again. We want to soften it. It's very important to not be hard on ourselves. Trying and pushing and stopping, it gets to be negative. It gets to be a stress in and of itself. So you want to soften it with curiosity. Actually, even humor. Humor can really begin to lighten a lot of this because it isn't the end of the world. It's a thought. And so we want to bring that to light. It's just a thought about something that is not here. It's not happening. And bring your attention back to your work. Now, it may be better to have, because that could be a thousand different things, because you're going to have thoughts doing when you're at work, when you're driving home, all kinds of places. So try to create a touchstone where you have something that you do when you are wanting to bring yourself back into the present moment. Many people wear uh, a, a piece of jewelry, a ring or a bracelet that, that can be their touchstone or a necklace, something you can just touch. I had a client who used to spin a ring that was on her finger when she wanted to bring herself back to the present moment. 
A, a very simple thing that you can do is to just, when you notice thoughts that are irritating you, that are beginning to ramp up your anxiety, and you want to bring yourself back to the present moment, simply take one mindful breath. Bring yourself back to the present moment. What are you doing right now? You're breathing. You're alive. So just bring it back to that. Even if a half a breath, notice that the breath is going in or the breath is going out. Just notice it. And that brings you back to the present moment. That's where you need to be. And every time we do that, we are paying attention to the present moment. And the easy, another easy way to do that if the breath is not as uh, um, accessible to you, meaning that it doesn't open up the present moment for you in the way that it does for others. You could use your other senses. You could, the body can be a gateway to the present moment. So use something that you can see, hear, taste, smell, or touch. Again, the person who would, who would spin the ring on her finger, she's touching. You can use your eyes to simply Gaze at a beautiful flower that you keep on your desk or a picture, something that is there for you to simply look at. Ah, where's the present moment? It's me right here, right now, gazing at this picture. You can use the same for sounds. Sound can be a marvelous way to stay with the present moment because the sound comes into our awareness and then it leaves. The beauty of following sound can be very helpful. It's it's a beautiful practice. Uh, you know, you hear temple bells, you hear chimes. Notice, hear them. You can hear uh, maybe birds in your in your background. You know, I have birds in my background sometimes. I have clients who have birds. That it's awesome. We have things we can hear. Use those things to bring you into the present moment. The next piece she has here is I have so many decisions to make. I don't feel up to making even the smallest decision right now. And I wanted to say not deciding on something is actually a decision. So we're always deciding. So we don't have to feel up to it. We can just decide to not make a decision right now. That is a decision. We're not going to deal with it right now. And it cannot be forced Again, this is we want to soften and let go. I'm I'm letting go of this for the moment. I'm letting it go. You will have the strength and the fortitude eventually to make those decisions. The next piece says, I'm blaming myself for not doing enough to get better over the past four years that I've been struggling so much with depression and anxiety. And I say to that, that the self-blame keeps the fires of anxiety and depression burning. We really want to pay attention to the self-blame. We can let this go. Um, what we did or didn't do in this uh, past, even in the moment ago, cannot be changed now. It's done. It's gone. What we have and what we can do is in this moment, this breath, and to spend it looking back, uses our precious and limited energy on something that we have no power to change, no power to work with. So 
what we can do and what I'm asking you all to do that are struggling with self-blame and not trusting that you have done the right thing in the past is ask yourself to do what you can today to move forward, to move that healing needle ever so slightly. Today, not look back. It's water under the bridge. It is gone. And we can let go. And even right now, just right now, everybody, let go. Let your muscles go. Relax them, whether it means relaxing your shoulders, your facial muscles, whatever. Find a place in your body that you can let go. Changing the direction, even one degree will land you in a totally different place over time. We don't need to make big giant leaps all the time. Sometimes one degree change in our direction over time is going to land us in a totally different place. So we want to trust that. We want to trust that we are making progress ever so slightly. Another piece in the message was, I'm going to dinner and a play with a former co-worker tonight, but even the thought of driving alone to her house and then back home and how I'll feel tomorrow is feeling scary. So this is a beautiful place to practice. When we are feeling that fear of something that's going to happen in a few hours or another day, we want to remind ourselves to deal with the driving when you are driving, deal with tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning. And until then, when the fear, the anticipation, you know, that anxiety, that anticipation, I know it, I know it well, when it arises, bring yourself back again to the present moment like we did earlier and use your energy in the only place that you have power over, the now. And then she goes on to say, I know there are many tools here and I'm starting to slowly put some of them into practice, but I'm afraid that I've waited too long. So this is what I want to say to all of you who are struggling with trusting that you are on the right path, that you have made the right decisions in the past and that you are going in the right direction. The anxious mind is trying to make up a story about what your body is feeling right now. If you have stress hormones raging through your body right now, the mind is trying to find a story to make up about it. So it could be saying, I'm I'm afraid I waited too long. It doesn't matter what I've done so far or what I could do. I, I've waited too too long. It's over. It's telling you it's too late. You cannot change. All is lost. Oh my Whatever your mind says, we all have the tape that plays over and over again. Now what? We all have it. Uh, you have to recognize what yours, yours is and recognize it for what it is. It is your mind trying to make up a story about why it's feeling the way it is with the stress hormones. You need to pull up your prefrontal cortex, your thinking part of your brain versus your amygdala, which is the the lizard, the fear-driven part of your brain. We have to use our wise mind and let the fear thoughts pass. Let them pass through. They are not happening. They are thoughts. And the mind thinks lots of thoughts and that doesn't make them true. 
We want to remember that. The mind thinks thoughts, not truths. It is all in our actions, or better said, or a better way of being that will put the fire out or keep it burning strong. It is our actions. We will respond or we will react as we have in the past out of habit. And we get to choose whether we're going to change that or not. And just having the awareness that I'm thinking this, I can change it. It won't change overnight. It's going to take a lot of practice. But with the mind thinking all those thoughts every single day, you have plenty of time for practice. We will respond or we will react. And we don't want to do it out of habit anymore. We want to say, slow down. This is a thought. It doesn't make it true. I'm going to let this one pass. Just letting one pass. Yes, you may feel uncomfortable because the stress hormones have already been released. The point here is to not continue to add to it. We don't want to add any more fuel to that fire. We want to say that has already passed and now I am just going to let it be. I'm going to let it burn itself out. I'm not adding any more to it. You can do this. You can trust yourself because you have gotten this far. And even if it's a difficult day, there will be more practice coming up. It's okay. We just keep making little micro changes. And again, one little degree of change over time is going to land you in a different place. Hang in there. Trust yourself. You really are on the path. And now for today's quote. Trust yourself. You've survived a lot and you'll survive whatever is coming. And that's from Robert too. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.